0: Thanks for hanging out with us. That was so much fun. having an Allie Kaplan. She
1: couldn't be cooler. Mm-mm. The best. Why can't you be more like her? I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> she's such. I, she's I don't such... have the
1: talent. Okay, I'm obsessed with her. I'm obsessed with her mom. Oh, they're Everything the Everything they wear is so... I'm almost embarrassed that I wore a sweatshirt because normally I feel like I do try to step it up. You, you i like, today. I'm, thank you. I did not today. I realized that. Like, they... She just has like always some sort of fun flair, and I love that. She doesn't. She she knows her stuff, but she doesn't take herself that seriously. I'm obsessed with Allie. She's great. Okay, so here now let's
0: let's pivot. Mm. Let's pivot. Okay, so yesterday we had a a good discussion about Jay Z and his acceptance speech mm-hmm. for the Dr. Dre yep. um, Lifetime Achievement Award. Yep. So today, um, let's talk Justin Timberlake, and we want you guys to weigh in. So. He has been having an image problem for a very long time. Correct. And you guys informed me yesterday that um, he kind of went off last week in Nashville about not going to apologize for anything. And just kind of to backtrack, of course, he was dating Britney Spears
1: hmm Threw her under the bus. Threw kind under of, the bus,
0: big time. Wrote a like, song about yeah, her.
1: Yeah. P- Said like,
0: that she's the one that
1: cheated on him. hmm um, like he took her virginity. That was a whole narrative. Yep. Yeah, yeah. um, really cashed in on that. And then, of course, the Janet Jackson of it all, yeah. which is, like, probably the worst thing ever is and, to just leave her out there. Yep. Um, and
0: Les Moonves, who used to run CBS at the time, yeah. said, you can't go to the Grammys unless you really beg and plead. And he went to him, cried and begged and plead. And Janet didn't. And Janet and him were good friends at the at the time. Yeah. So he comes out. He has this... Britney writes her book. Everyone kind of goes into a deep Justin Dive again. Yeah. At what a dink he was. Yeah. And he just... He, it feels like he's apologized before, but it's just never right and it's never enough. Yeah. And so... The the thing that came up yesterday at the end of our show was what what is his road to redemption? Yeah. I'm is a, it a sit down with Oprah
1: who doesn't even have a show? Or maybe the question is, is there a road to redemption? Is right. There? Like, I guess. I mean, I'm one of those people that go. You can always come back from any like from most things. And I would think, you know, this man. Could there is one I believe He's, there is one, but I want to know, do listeners even believe there is a road to redemption here? or do you
0: care? I mean, I feel like people care because I feel like he conjures up some sort of a feeling in people.
1: Isn't that so true? There's something 651- about six five one
0: six four one one zero seven one. If you want to weigh
1: in, yeah, there isn't it true? There's something about him that kind of taps into maybe guys in your life you've seen, and this could be for men too, of course. That like men in your life that have kind of fallen into good situations a little bit easier than you, or. Um, I don't. It's kind of like a new, fresh face for the good old boys kind of vibe. I don't know how to explain it, but he literally, like, I don't. And that's why, like, when Britney Spears wrote up a um an Instagram post that was like, you know what, his new song is amazing. Uh, he was hilarious on SNL. He's so funny with Jimmy Fallon. I thought to myself, well, maybe I should forgive him because if she's letting him go, letting it go, I should. But when he, he extended such an olive branch, very much so. When he then went. Two days later, had a concert right before Cry Me a River. Screams. I'm no. I don't know. An apologies to effing nobody or whatever. Right, the, right. And then starts that song. and We all know it's a call to like, you know, reignite our feelings about Britney Spears. So it's just weird. I just don't. I kind of wonder where
0: um, can Oprah save this man. Well, is is, <laughs> is is does she want to? We have that's Deni- a
2: better question. We
0: have Denise yeah. on the line. Denise, hey, you're on my talk. How are you? Say hi one more time. Hi, Denise. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, absolutely. What do you I, What do you think? I about? think there is no road to redemption for him. Tell um, us why. It goes far deeper than what is being surfaced.
2: If
3: yeah. you go
1: back in time to the show Punked and yeah. see how he reacted on that show, that is Justin Timberlake. He didn't know cameras were rolling at
0: the time. Yeah, and that, that behavior and that reaction is who he is. And if you've ever seen him on a red carpet with anybody, he jumps in front of them.
1: Like, mm-hmm. to any date that he's ever had to a red carpet, he, like, literally jumps in front of them like a clown and tries to take all the attention. Is so it- he,
3: to me, has been unlikable, and he has no road to redemption.
1: He
0: doesn't. Okay, so for you. Um, I really appreciate that, Denise. If you want to call and weigh in and give us your opinion... Be great. My voice is gravelly. It'd be nice, nice to listen to you guys instead of me today. Probably (laughs) just do it for me. Six five one six four one one zero seven. I appreciate that. And punked was Ashton Kutcher's show. Kutcher, yeah, Kutcher. I always Um, call him Kutcher.
1: Yep, of course. Kutcher in the way. So what happens was is they acted like he didn't pay taxes, and they come grab his furniture, and I mean he goes full baby mode. Yeah, and full. (laughs) I'm calling my mom. And I get like we all would have different reactions, but she is right. That's a real glimpse into who you are.
2: Well, your true character comes out when A you no know, no one's looking and that's when the cameras weren't on. Right. Yeah. Know. And
0: then even in his the people magazine wedding photo, he oh, kinda yeah. jumped in front of Jessica Beale. Mm-hmm. If you guys remember that one too. It was I don't know. Do you feel like... Well, first of all, I feel, feel like everybody should have a road to redemption. Right? Everybody like, makes mistakes. here's the thing. Everybody does. Here's where it's, we fall. For almost yes. everybody. Yeah. Not everybody.
4: You're right.
1: Like, I'm not trying to condemn somebody. I've done enough things in my life. I'm not trying to condemn... You jump in front of Justin
0: all the time and go-go. All the time. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Pay attention
1: I, to me over here. But, like, I have to say, this is, like, this is... a I always remind myself, is his big thing is his currency is his likability. And if we don't like him, then, like, I don't know if I need a Justin Timberlake around mm-hmm. in my, like, social media slash entertainment zen or right. zeitgeist. Like, I don't know if he needs to exist in that wow. world. Oh, my okay. God, I don't in mean murder. Will. No, I know. No, I but know I meant, what like, saying. in, like, you know, maybe... Maybe do some behind-the-scenes stuff. Maybe, like, your likability isn't there anymore. It I'm sorry. is isn't his Q factor. Lisa, you're on
0: my talk. What are you thinking about JT? Is there a road back? Uh, two words. He bugs. He what? What? <laughs> he bugs. That's all I can say. He think. bugs. He totally bugs.
3: Yeah. That's-
0: I think Lori would I, own I saw, those two words. <laughs> I saw a picture of him and uh, Whitney, or Whitney, Brittany. From a long time ago, and they were. Wearing, remember, they both were wearing the, the, j- the denim. The denim, yeah. yes. And he just—you can just see—he's like, look what's on my arm, and just oh, he's just. I've never liked him. You haven't. Ever. Okay, you know? I, and I I just I, yeah. Okay. No, I appreciate that. I love it. Two words: he bugs. I think Lori would just agree with you a hundred percent. Um, you know the thing is, he's he's a kind of a good actor. People mm-hmm. liked him in Palmer and some of his yeah. other movies. He's okay. Um, you know, I I do like his music. I'm not going to lie.
1: I've liked I've always. Liked I have some l- of his music. Liked songs, but I'm like I um I went to a concert of his. I had so did I. I did not buy tickets. Oh, we both
2: went to that one.
1: Yes, the, <laughs> thank you. Me and Grant oh, F- the feels. Super Bowl one. No, no the Into the I Woods or the wo- Man of the Woods. Man of the Woods. It was in- such a weird vibe. Here's the thing. He was wearing sweatpants. And please, a, please don't. Yeah. Please don't. Please, please dress as if you left the couch. Like, yeah. I know that men have to do less um, in their everyday attire. Do more. <laughs> You're on stage. We paid, well, I didn't pay for you, but people paid for oh, these I tickets. I did. I paid for them. Um, Grant paid for these tickets, Grant paid okay? A hefty penny, Lily. He- yeah, well, he
2: was a big fan. And now I've told her all of this and yeah. I have converted her. not oh. saying I converted her, but I just showed her the light. Yeah, because there's a lot of evidence here that this guy I'm not trying to say we're not trying to convince people not to like. Him no, yet. because there are things that people there are fans of his and we don't want you. If you like him, you like Hell, him. I don't want to yuck your right. yum. For no, sure. exactly. and we're talking
0: about Justin Timberlake. Yeah. And this is based on news that, you know, does he need to do a sit down? Uh, with Oprah Winfrey or someone like that to uh, do more, you know, apologizing to everybody and owning it. And it it feels like he just does. He needs to do something, I feel. And like you said, if it's behind the scenes or if it's over here. And the thing that always has kind of bothered me is, you know, this is such... A stupid comment. I'm just gonna own it ahead. Okay. I I loved InSync. Oh, yeah, I loved the what... boy band things. I loved the that's not I loved his voice. No. I love those guys together. Who didn't? And I think those guys, they're all doing well on their own, you know, the in crew. Yeah. But that even when he had that big, big performance, um, I don't even know what it was at the Grammys or something where he had like a 12 minute set. Mm-hmm. He let them sing for like a half a second. Yeah. And I thought
1: how rude of you not to even own your ruts. You I don't know? think he's self aware at all. Yeah, I don't I think, th- I think he's been so many people around him have been telling him how amazing he is. He's the number one guy in the group, but everyone always claims he can sing in the group. He's the hot one. Lance Bass was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he got told he unfortunately has drank his own medicine. That's true.
0: Okay, that's fair. All right. So Paula, you're on my talk. What are you thinking about oh. JT and his redemption? Yeah, I, I think we all need to step back for a
1: minute and think about what it was like when we were young Yeah, mm-hmm. um, for number one. And I read, read Britney's book, and that was, it was very sad, but they were kids. yeah, And it's his, her side of the story. Exactly, right? yep. And so we're condemning him for, for being young. And I know now we look at him and say, but look what he did here. And yeah. I, I just, it would be so hard. I just, I, I agree. still love him. I agree. <laughs> that,
0: that's a really good point. And I think yeah. when Lori was talking about, um, you know, when she was way into the book, um, you do think about what you were when you were 20.
1: Yeah. 17, 18, 19, No, 20. I would honestly, if I, I would just be a celebrity that at that age, I'd be, I would be canceled. Mm-hmm. Like, because oh. I was so, I, I, I was such, I had such rebellion You're not in me. I still am canceled. I'm not big enough to be canceled. Paula, do you think that he needs to do this at all?
2: No. Can you imagine if we had to apologize for everything that we've done in our lives? Look like back, you know, just living in the moment and making a choice
0: in that moment, I, that would be horrible you I, I agree with you on this, but he, his record sales they're not happening. he gets He gets a foot ahead, and yeah. then um you know she really I, I do think in this case Brittany tried to send him an olive branch, and then he poos her. Yeah, Love is a new song, though.
1: What did you say? He sing? loves it. Paula loves his new song. I, I, love I do it. too. It's, it's, and you guys can. And like, yeah. I hope you know that, like, whatever. Listen, there are people, like, I love some celebrities where I go, other people hate their likability. Oh. He's not likable to me. And yes. so I have no interest in him. But I don't think it's crazy for there a world where he has fan bases. And, and I don't think there's any shame in that. But like, he, if he is, you know, using likability as his currency, I'm not. I'm not selling what he's buying. Right.
0: Okay. That's fair enough. All right. We're going to give Ann the last word on this. Ann, you're on my talk. What do you, what do you, how, oh, she hung up.
2: She just left. Yep.
0: All right. Well, what? Anne, if you want to call back and let us know, I, um, I appreciate it. I mean, there's a lot of different opinions. I love it. From I love it. From he bugs to he was young and don't we get to be forgiven to he acted like this when he was young. And I can yeah.
1: tell Paula read the book. I read the book too. And I get what she was saying. And I actually think Britney Spears did him a, pretty big service of yeah. mentioning how young they were. She'd say, mm. we were kids. We were kids, and this was my first love. I didn't and feel like she threw them under
0: the bus. It might more no, be the fans.
1: It, and I think it was the follow-ups. Yeah. And I think I was in a place of, like, because Britney Spears sets, sets the If you get a chance full on, like, to read that book and you see it, you realize how young B. Spears and Justin Timberlake are, and you are more forgiving in, right. those, in those slights. Right. And boy,
0: to be under the microscope, right, like these celebrities, like Taylor Swift, every time she turns her head and says a word. Right. Exactly. Oh. All right. Thank God. Thank God we're unknowns. All
1: right. We're going (laughs) to (laughs) take. I'm disgusting. Like I have things on my shirt all the time. No. we'll We'll
0: be right back. Hey gang, Lori and Julia here for Hammernax Interior Solutions. And we just want everyone to know that, you know, Hammernax is a big sponsor of the Winter Carnival and what a perfect year to go to the Winter Carnival. Um, they've got the huge um, warming tent, the, their entertainment chalet. The, oh, you gotta love that. There's bingo going on, there's pull tabs, they have. Um Alcoholic, non-alcoholic beverages there. Um, they the just have, trucks are all right outside. All right outside. Warm and cozy. They I, probably don't even need to have any warmth in there. This is, like, amazing. This is amazing. And next weekend, it's it's still going to be there. And it's the last weekend of St. Paul Winter Carnival. So think about that. There's a lot going on. And when you're thinking about your homes, boy, Hammonix is the place to go to. For all your carpet, your hardwood floors, your luxury wide-plank vinyl flooring, your tile flooring, your countertops, your backsplash, your boat, if you want new boat flooring. Um, They do it all, plus they have great remnants. Hammernecks.com for information you'll love
4: to the gym to work out
3: pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this
4: is chris jenner llc
3: we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends
4: blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel
3: julia's random thoughts
0: he looks like that puppet i don't know he's had cheeky implants it's It's just random that's all it is
1: okay let's kick this off with a bang demi lovato I I don't know I I want to hear what you guys think about this defense. Okay. So she went to um uh she went to a heart d- disease event. Okay, and she said, "Oh, I saw that. You know, it's time for me to sing this song that I have, oh. and there's a mind heart connection with this song, and I think, um, I think I'm gonna sing this song called Heart Attack. Wrong song, wrong place. Okay, I'm just what? <laughs> so she sings. Heart attack at a heart disease mm-hmm. event, literally where people have had heart attacks, survived. Mm-hmm. And at the end of this song, it's a, uh, if I ever did that, I think I'd have a heart attack. Mm-hmm. I think I'd have a heart attack. Mm-hmm. I think I've had a heart attack. So, like, it just Ugh. goes on and on. Oh. Now, as most things in the internet go, the people at the event especially people, I feel like a lot of people who have dealt with heart disease or heart attacks are not ones to take uh, things that seriously. They've got perspective. They, uh, the backlash was not at the event. The backlash is when people were filming it and after um, the fact that she sang heart attack, they're saying, did she really, yeah. really sing that song? So I actually think it's kind of funny because it's very much the definition of like, <laughs> The internet is yep. people getting upset yep. for people who are not upset. But where do you guys fall on this?
0: Well, I'm having a hard time because I just was listening to Blinded by the Item, mm-hmm. Blind Items on Bradley and Don show. Mm-hmm. And there was a blind item. You know, she had, I don't know if she had cardiac arrest when she overdosed, but she had a mini stroke. She had all these oh. things happen. Remember that?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, she's engaged. To a guy, and the blind item was who was partying so much that this av- this singer isn't going to have a really hard time t- staying sober.
1: Oh. So it was a blind
0: item. Oh. So I'm, I've got that part of her in my mind. But yeah. it's probably, she's there to do entertainment.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah.
1: Nope. Yeah. Not
2: nope. Good, yeah.
1: Nope, what? Went to saying that. Went to sing that. Yeah,
2: no, I would have left that one off the yep. set list for sure.
1: That's just funny. Just, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I could go either way with it. It's kind but of.
2: Isn't she the one that told, like, a berry place that they can't offer? Oh,
1: yeah. Was oh, yeah. It no, like, she PSC was. Non-fat. No, no. She was triggered uh, by the he... sugar free, non fat wow. item. And she's having
0: her come back and then she named her album a swear word so no one could even talk about it that's yeah. right and i'm
1: rooting for her because i think right. she's lovely but um i'm rooting right. for her too i'm, gonna say thumbs I'm down. actually i'm yeah. actually say thumbs down i wouldn't yeah. do. and grant says thumb downs. i say thumbs up i say that's Look queen behavior <laughs> thing about a heart attack in front of people if anyone understands and i mean this in the best way is that like they're not going to sweat the small stuff all um, right give us the next one i will a uh, Florida. Law- so you set us up to be wrong. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I don't think I was just opinion. Okay. There's no wrong or right answer here. Uh, a Florida lawmaker is seeking looser regulations on killing wildlife because he claims that this is a quote that black bears high on crack are breaking into people's homes and tearing them apart. So in Florida, in Florida, mm-hmm, yeah and uh as you've known that we've they've uh they've talked about cocaine sharks and herpes ridden monkeys cocaine hippos Here, there was a,
0: just a story about this today cocaine yeah. hippos really? yeah. are
1: causing chaos now the one problem is is the oh. facts of it all so there's a there's a um kind of rumors going on that these animals for some reason are laced with cocaine and crack. Um, they're saying that, hey, if, if you see a bear breaking down your house and you know they're on crack, you should be able to shoot them. The only problem we're dealing with, and this is when I started kind of doing a deep dive, is there is no proof at all, no documented incident of any Florida's estimated population of 4,050 black bears having ingested crack. No, that's not good. Wow. So it's kind of like a very Florida story is like, let's be honest, we can kill these bears if they're got if they just Crack ridden, right? And they're like, that's never actually happened.
2: That and think about it. Like if a bear is startled and gets it like a, "Ah," you know, like how, I'm sorry, but how can you determine if that bear is on crack or not? Even though there's no documented cases. Did you guys
0: see the movie Kill King Bear? Oh yeah. No, I did not. did.
2: Oh yeah. I heard it was very camp. It was very camp. And I'm telling you this and I always, it's a joke, but it was honest to God's truth. I've never heard so much chatter in a movie in my entire life. Based on the title alone, I think there are a lot of people partaking in oh. that substance during the movie. because My son said it was kind of rowdy, constant talking and mm-hmm. rowdiness. Did it,
1: did it drive you crazy? Oh, it yeah, absolutely. I'm a guy. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan of that. I was at when I was at the Barbie movie. There was a girl on Snapchat next to me, oh. and for some reason, it irked me. Oh, like you know how all of a sudden
0: some me- reason that's a good reason. Yeah, yeah that's
1: a great reason. And it at Mean Girls, this way. girl was talking to, and it was super annoying. I get really annoyed with people talking to movies. Like, and I know. I gotta be chiller because, like, Mean Girls is a musical. But it's like, you don't need to, you don't. No. And I get it. Like, I love Eris Tour, go sing it. Like, and I probably Cocaine Bear is one. But, like, you probably don't need to know the plot. But it gets, for some reason, it distracts me where I go, You can't do that. Like, really? I think it's the rule breaker yes. in me. Well,
0: yes. There you
1: go. Yes. Um. Let's leave it at that. I think that that's probably that's a good it, way to end it. 20 like out of 10. That. Good job, Brittany. Oh, Brittany. Thank are you. we scoring? Yeah. Get out the scorecards. When were we not?
2: All right, I'm going eight, eight, nine, eight, eight, nine. eight nine. Eight nine. Eight nine.
1: Thank you. I'll take eight nine. All hey, right. That's a B plus, brah.
0: That's right. I, I will concur with you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll be right back. Here's the deal. We have David Stillman came in, um, who is a generational expert. And last we saw you, you were just <laughs> launching your hit show, Grinder helped us the musical at the Friend Trustful Oh, yeah. And I understand you won. You won. We were one of the three audience picks. Yeah.
3: So thank you to Minneapolis for coming out to the Fringe Festival and supporting that show. Um, And the show's got a life. It just got picked up um, for a three-day-a-week residence in Provincetown, Massachusetts. That oh is so God. cool. I know, so exciting. How exciting. Yeah. That's so cool. And then
0: Sadie's your daughter who was just singing and acting out everything to the Taylor Swift song. That's the song that we
3: learned the dance to. <laughs> I know, to. I know. So when
0: she did it, I was like, oh my God. I, I, I learned that one, Sadie. So thank you for coming back of and course, congratulations
3: I'm, to you. Thank you, thank you. You knew
0: that was going to go somewhere, that show, didn't you? Uh,
3: you know, I... I, on one hand, you don't want to say it's all luck, because mm-hmm. then it sort of means I didn't put in a lot of work. So I think <laughs> um, I did a lot of work, but there was a little luck with the right timing. And what we didn't know going into the Fringe was they don't tell you how many t- t- tickets have sold. So when I showed up the first day, I didn't know if there was going to be, you know, five people there. Right. And we sold out every single show, which was great. And what's really cool, too, is it wasn't just, you know, the gay population. Yes. There was a lot of women yes. and straight people there so the show seemed to have just really broad appeal and a shout out to my brother marty who helped me produce it as well too so it. it was a fun thing to do
0: that's so cool and your daughter's in theater as well
3: yeah that show she did not see though. <laughs> <That's> the, <laughs> clear on that, clear that one.
0: One. Yeah, got it, got it. okay so you have you know you came on when we first met you and we talked about that your show at yeah. the fringe festival but you have this whole other career you're a generational expert Yeah. Intergenerational expert. Correct. And um, a new survey came out yesterday, which was pretty interesting. We found interesting about, based on what um, New Year's resolutions people make in different segments, like baby boomers, Generation Xers, Millennials, or Gen Zers, and how that might help us to understand in the workplace, in our families, and all these different areas of life, when we're talking to people from these different generations, they just... There's a big difference.
3: Absolutely. So what we did is we put out a survey to all the generations and we asked, you know, what's your new year's resolution was a write-in and we picked the top three from each of them and it got published. And to your point, it really was interesting Um, you know, starting with the baby boomers, their top three, the first one was health and wellness. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting about that is everyone thinks, you know, with the baby boomers, it's all about raging against aging. And that was it forever. But a lot of this was about, you know, how do I just manage what a lot of people have as these chronic conditions? Yeah. You know, how do I live with them rather than fight them? I've got them. How do, you know, what my resolution is I'm going to deal with this. Um, they also had retirement planning. It was interesting. And before, for the baby boomers, when retirement planning came up, it was all about financials. Sure. Well, now they're in retirement. So it's like, whoa, it's really more about life stage. What do I do with my time? And how am I adapting to maybe not being as identified by my job or work? And the third one for them was family and relationships. Mm -hmm, And what's really cool about that is that you see a lot of baby boomers spending more time with grandchildren now, more time with family because they're not as identified by their work. And You know, in the real estate market, we're seeing a lot of baby boomers uh, actually go bigger, create these reunioning centers where everyone can come and gather. Right. And so those are the top three for the baby boomers, which I thought was really interesting. That's so interesting.
0: And if we we just went, David, then down to the very bottom, the Gen Zers who were born 1995 to 2012 and their New Year's resolutions, because it's a completely different list.
3: So like... Uh, Gen Z would be like my daughter Sadie sitting here, 1995 to 2012. Number one on their list, and they were the only generation to put this, even though I think everyone thinks about it, was a focus on mental health. Mm. And I love that about this generation. They really are the generation that has put mental health on the forefront. And I think, if anything, in the workplace, Made it not only okay, but you know, paramount that we talk about it. Yeah, so there, this is a generation that says, you know, I need a mental health day, but beyond that, also, what resources are available? And it's not, you know, such a bad thing to say, I've got a therapist or I'm struggling with my mental health. And yes. they're giving the other generations, you know, for our generation, we were told you leave your life at the door, you come to work. If you got mental health, which everyone did, you didn't talk about it. And this generation front and center. So they continue to really be a pioneer there. And so I love that resolution. And
1: like, especially with millennials, our big thing that we were told or like took on or whatever is we always need to be available on our phones all the time, always. Like that was something that was a common theme. And I love that Gen Z's is like, no, I actually need a real break. Right, and I like. I think that is so important. Is that that's you know whatever deto- digital detox means. I can't email you back at eight p.m. I'm done at and this time. And it's so Brittany. Yeah, it's so weird because I'm like,
0: hmm,
3: <laughs> what do you mean?
0: <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, what what's interesting mean, about really, British generation yeah. too
3: is for the millennial generation, and we usually see this skew older. Yeah. but they were the only one of all the generations to put as a New Year's resolutions work life balance. Yeah, right. Which was I really think, interesting. Usually, you see that once somebody is a lot older, but yeah. millennials, and I think a lot of it because of the pandemic, yeah. where they sort of realize I do not want to go back to the way I was working. No, right. I
1: think that is. I there is some aspects of that for sure because I think we got burnt out because of our technology technology savvy, technology kind of grew faster than our knowledge of knowing what's good for us, it felt like. yeah. And it's, I mean, most jobs I had, it was, you know, especially doing, it was like, you need to always be emailing people about, you know, being on the show and being available Mm -hmm. or take a call here and there. And like to learn from Gen Zers of, no, you should probably put your phone down. It's like, love that. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
3: absolutely.
1: The sense of urgency is a big thing that
0: changes over all these segments. Oh, absolutely. That's a, want- that's a big one, and I it, and I think we were always just get it, do it, get it done. Yeah. In ours, and it it just changes. You know, is it it really? And I think it's an adjustment yeah. for people. Yeah. To work with. All different age groups.
3: Oh, absolutely. Well, and the thing is, a lot of people say, well, you know, because I've been studying, this is my 25th year of studying it. How did you get into it? I do. Well, I started it. when I was five. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> <laughs> I and now no. you're
0: 30. There we go. No, uh-huh. um,
3: I got into it uh, w- going way back when. The truth is, I was asked to do a story about Gen X uh, when I was in journalism. And they said, you know, those whiny slackers who compare, complain about, Bad hair all day. And I just put in like 80 hours. I was like, really? <laughs> <laughs> and just a lot of stereotyping just, you know, started my interest in not just Gen X, but what I looked at is there's other people studying a particular generation, but no one had said, what happens when we put them together? To your point, right. how we manage? So a lot of people will say to me, well, don't we you know, all go through the same life stages and we do, the mistake to be made is to think that we all hit them the same way. So yeah. whether it be retirement, all these baby boomers figuring out retirement because they're not headed to a port swing drinking Metamucil all day, right. sitting yeah. there doing nothing. You right. know? Yeah.
1: They're like killing me at pickleball tournaments all there the we time. Go. I see
3: you. And so, or whether you get married or whether you have kids or get a job, whatever it is, each generation, yes, hits the same life stage, but because of the events and conditions that shape them, they really come at it, you know, from a different lens and the smart and savvy managers or communicators Understand that if you're talking to someone with a different generation, it's right. not a matter of right, wrong, better, or worse. Yeah. They're just different. So let me understand where you're coming from. Yes. Yeah. Let me
1: understand where you're coming from. Don't you think this would be the most valuable information for people? I mean, we're talking about people having trouble hiring people. If you came in knowing that, let's say, Gen Zers want to focus on mental health, creating, you know, safe space mindset, kind of that stuff, or like, um, the work-life balance, like, you know, like having this information as a hirer, I feel like is so
3: important. Absolutely. They must embrace this, don't they embrace They it. do. And it's interesting, a lot of times, this just happened to uh, my son and we got called into a big automotive company um, in Michigan, and they were trying to do a website that was to pull in the Gen Z employee and get them interested. So he we said, well, let's meet with your team. So we sit down and we walk into a room and they're all my age. Right. And so I was just going, well, who do you think this website attracts? I right. can well, go work there in a heartbeat. Right. You know, right. who knows? Right. You guys hiring? Right. Uh, you know, but then my son Jonah, who was a Gen Zer, was just like, well, this doesn't speak to me at all because they didn't have any Gen Zers yeah, there's no voice, voice on yeah. there. And so sure. to your point, if you know what's going to pull them in, but too often I come back to right, wrong, better or worse in my no, day. No, you know, yeah. sure. so I walk both ways uphill, yeah. you know? <laughs> so. Um, definitely different. You know, on career advancement, I do want to say Gen Z, that was one of the biggest, their goals. And what we saw happen, uh, the resolutions rather, what we saw happen with the pandemic is suddenly we're all at home working. Well, the way at least the three of us likely got ahead is we we're at the right place yeah. at the right time and got noticed. Exactly. Well, it's hard to get noticed when you're a two by two Inch thing on a Zoom screen, yeah, and so they don't have this ability to build social capital anymore, yeah. And so they're saying, "Hey, I'm behind and trying to get ahead in the workplace," and that's a big one—a resolution for Gen Z figuring it out.
0: Okay, and this now this is where I I have a struggle as a parent. Okay, and I've got twenty somethings.
3: I'm playing Doctor Phil. I know. Here we go. (laughs) I know. We actually have
1: them on the line here. (laughs) They're,
0: They're busy. And my kids are doing very well and everything, but I, um, excuse me. I think you need to have socialization in the workplace. You cannot always work alone independently. And what you're talking about, right place, right time. How do they have that at that age? And how do they find out cues from each other? How to adapt in certain meetings in different areas? Because on a zoom, it's a flat screen. It's not effective. If you make a mistake, you're embarrassed. I feel like there is an importance for part of your work time to be in an as office
3: setting. 100% agree with you. And, yeah. and, and, and everyone just want to fight it. Well, the challenge that we have now, though, is so the younger generation will say, all right, I'll come into the office, but then they get there and all the executives are on their floor, door shut, because, oh, it's a day in office, I better get stuff done. So there's no, they're not even coming out to meet by the water cooler right. or have these meetings. So the challenge is now, when we're calling everyone back to the office, we don't create those opportunities where we could see them make a mistake or do something really well and praise right. them. Everyone's just sort of head down in their office, right. and so that is the biggest challenge that we really have yeah, is I to create so. those opportunities. Yeah. But you're absolutely right; people should be coming into an office for at least some part port. of the time for some of it, yes, but because not all of it.
0: I used to remember, "Hey, pst, how do you do this? You know, yeah, what, you, how, what would you do here?" And I mean, that was really a part of getting
3: ahead. Everyone, would yeah. to, to be seen in my yeah. generation. We'd look at things like law firms, and what would these people do? They would just stay until the boss left. Sure. You know, and they, oh, they have God. nothing to do, but they would literally just stay there, you know, hey, until oh, like, the boss left.
1: that sounds like torture. Right?
3: That <laughs> ticking time oh, clock of watching them, if they're going to leave yeah. or not. Oh, I know I'm not a lawyer. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Hi, David,
0: if people want to read more of you, you've written books, you've yeah. published, and do you have a blog or Instagram? I do. Have or been, in, I have a blog. How do people find you?
3: Genguru.com. Uh, G E N G U R U dot com. And I'm really proud. My son Jonah has joined me in that business. And so he's spearheading a lot of the Gen Z research. But this research we did on resolutions was really cool. And we put it out there. Um, we've been getting a lot of response. I so. bet you have.
0: It's, it's, it's eye opening. Thank you. You know, so thank you. Never enough time, honey. I, well, I'll you be just back. got back. You just got back from Big Sky and like um, it's highway robbery right now to go skiing there. You snowboarded for two days, 500 bucks a property and lift tickets.
3: Yeah, it was just crazy how expensive <laughs> I'm just
0: segueing because he told me because I know Big Sky and it's just <laughs> that was a natural transition. <laughs> <laughs> what is going I on?
3: I feel like with... she
1: was either attacking you no. or the hill or
3: all of us. It's well, And <laughs> yeah, I will say this. Um, first of all, shout out to the guys who I go with every year. It was so much fun. Oh, we of had just course. a great trip and it's always worth it. But, did you stay up there? Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. And, aside from being so expensive, I will say like they're short on workers, mm. so the service wasn't necessarily up to par to meet the dollar. you know like So if it's one thing, we're going to charge all that, but then like let's have some employees around. Yeah, <laughs> you know, at least are you helping me? Right. Uh, but, right. So that Bloody. was But the mountain, like you know, it's you put beautiful. Me, you put me on a snowboard on a mountain yep. and I'm in my happy place with good friends. So it was a wonderful what trip. A blast. Yeah. And on
0: a scale, everyone's happy.
3: It's so true.
0: Everyone's happy. it's a yeah. beautiful place, but boy.
3: So expensive. Mm, so expensive. I can see why it's such an elitist sport. I mean...
0: Um, it's turning. Yeah. yeah. Um. Jenguru.com. Thank you.
3: Thank you for You're having okay me. You're going to come
0: back soon, and nice to meet you, Sadie. Nice to meet you, Yeah. We're gonna, we're you can only come her if her you in the bring Sadie, Sadie though, because I'm going <laughs> to... Okay. Just give me a heads up, and
1: I'll put together another outfit. I know.
0: We're going to be right back with Hollywood Speak. Why do we not know to shut off her microphone? Hold and
1: Speak <laughs> <what's laughs> Oh, my God. Sadie is so cool.
0: Okay, they're so cute. Yeah. That was David Stillman and his daughter, Sadie. Um. Hey, Hmm. So, there's a, there was a new term. Yeah. And it's, um, we're going to Hollywood speak it. Yeah. And the headline is, um, Kyle Richards, New York, Beverly Hills Housewives, yes. likes cryptic post about micro-cheating amid Mauricio Umansky separation. Moe's. Mo's separation. So, um, we know these two are separated. Yeah. We've heard about it on the show. Sleeping in different rooms. Sleeping in different rooms. Yes. So, um... We know things are going on, but what where do you what do you think? Do we know what micro cheating is? Okay. I so, mean
1: cheating I would think is cheating, but what is micro cheating? Great question. Had never heard the term before about a half minute ago. Uh micro cheating. Flirtatious behaviors, engaging in playful or suggestive conversation, uh, eye contact, body language, digital interaction. Here's probably Emotional? the one that she okay. cared about. Sending coy text messages or engaging in social media interactions, such as liking or commenting on someone's post. She mentioned, I think it was like two episodes ago, that okay. she has gotten on Mo for following and liking and commenting on in different Instagram accounts. Um, gifts. Uh, sharing intimate feelings, thoughts, desires, struggles, confessions with someone outside of the relationship, physical contact that falls under touching, hugging, or kissing someone, and engaging in any forms of physical contact that seems right. inappropriate. Fantasizing. That seems a little bit rough. That'd be hard to. i would be hard to police. That would be. Um, and then dating profile. Just having a dating profile, which to me, I don't care. I think okay, that falls under cheating. Yeah, I, I kind of do too. Like, I, I think it'd be so weird
0: if your partner is engaging in like someone an, else on social media. It's
2: an I, I know that it's a stretch, but the idea of an emotional affair, it can lead. I think that that can now stretch into the social media world because it's back in the day. It used to be like, Hey, you talk at work, you tell about each other's lives. You have like thoughts about them, but now you can communicate in a different sense through social media. So I think that that is an extension. It's, it's a reach of an emotional affair, hmm. which can be worse.
1: Yeah. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they do say emotional affairs sometimes can be harder to break.
2: Yeah, that's uh, what, that's what it is. Yes. Yeah,
1: no, which, no, I'm, I'm agreeing with you yeah, that. Yeah. And then on top of it, like I mean, it's a ending stretch, an emotional affair, affair sometimes can be harder to end than the physical affair. But
2: with social media, you can hide the conversations at work now, you know, whereas people would say, hey, these two are always meeting up, talking together. I don't know. I feel like you it, can be more secretive with social
1: listen, media. Listen, I'll say this, Grant. You can, I don't know how, like with Lily or, you know. I, it would honestly give me such the ick if Justin was out there liking photos of other women. Yes. It would literally, Mm -hmm. and I know it's not the worst thing in the world, right? Like I know that's harmless or whatever. And like, I'm just saying it would personally give me the ick if Mm -hmm. he was the kind of guy that needed to go out and like a bunch of women's photos. It would, I would. It would not, our dynamic would not work the way it currently works, as I'm saying. And again, not acting like that's cheating or bad. And if that's your thing and you and your husband are fine with that, or you and your significant other are fine with that, totally fine. I just, that would also like my husband even being into social media that much (laughs) would give me the ick to be TBH, to be honest. Yeah. No,
2: you're not alone there. I agree with you. I would feel the same way if I found, you know, maybe a coworker and there's a constant repetition of liking of the same person constantly. Yeah. It would it would uh, raise a red flag to me as well. But luckily, I'm not in that situation. But yes, it would definitely raise okay. a red flag.
0: So micro-cheating
2: is cheating. Yeah. All right. We all agree. We got there.
1: I don't think it's the act. Like, the, I don't think sex.
0: Well, it's not. Okay. okay. All, right. all right. So, okay. Yep,
1: yeah cheating. We learned a lot here today. Uh, the all term right. micro-cheating, which just is... Uh, I, I feel disconnected with my partner and he's probably seeking that connection out. There you go. Yeah. I think you're
0: right. All right, so Celine Dion. Celine um, Dion. You know, when she came out the other night at the Grammys, which that was... was her son who walked her out.
1: Oh, Which is so sweet. So and,
0: sweet. And um, she really wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. She wanted to show everyone that she's doing okay. She has good days. She has bad days. It's a painful disease, but it's not a death sentence. She's still there. Oh. okay. And she's clearly capable of doing things and she wanted to show everybody... That she's
1: back. She's different. She looks fantastic. Yes. But she is there. I love it. I I loved seeing her. I literally gasped. I was gagged. Oh, that said, was my favorite. Oh! I was like, I was, it was so good seeing her come out on stage. And just uh, I don't know, it's like, okay. There is, she's, do, like it was almost like a health and wellness check where you see somebody, you go, oh good, oh good. Isn't that that's silly, but I I was so happy. I was so happy. I was
0: so happy. Okay. And cuz
1: we didn't know she was coming out. Mm-mm. It wasn't leaked at all, which is wild that they can keep a secret.
0: No, I know. Um okay, so other things. Mm-hmm. We have about a minute till we go to break. Um there was this thing going around yesterday about fans claiming Taylor Swift was drunk, chugging vodka mm.
1: at a Grammys after party. That's Box? okay. I'm fine with it. Mm -hmm. Partied up, girl, Mm -hmm. right? Celebrate
2: that victory. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, like honestly, I I, I always, I'm always encouraging of anybody drinking. (laughs) I love when people are drunk. I like when they dance. I'm fine with it. I love that for them. It's it. I always feel like when people drink, then we can. I can. We can all go dancing then. Absolutely. Then oh, get right. on my level. Okay,
0: so she is leaving now for Tokyo. When does she leave?
1: Oh, her first... I think, give I think, us the update.
0: Oh, yeah. I got to look up this schedule. Because she's got a lot to do before she comes home for the Super Bowl next Sunday.
1: Yeah. Uh, Taylor. So she's got four dates there, so I'm thinking they start either Wednesday or Thursday. Let me look at Taylor Swift's... Because uh, she's happening. I'm very excited, my personally, because starting on Wednesday, uh, she has a show Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and that's Saturday. That's tomorrow. Yeah. So she, I don't know what time kay. we need to start watching this. Hopefully it's not during this show, because that's going to be awkward when I have the Era's live stream going on. Uh, you've seen it twice. So, four times. <laughs> you mean like that, watched it via yeah. other people? You think only four? <laughs> that's know, hilarious. I know, that's, I know, I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, uh, it starts Wednesday, so... I'm sure she's in Tokyo now, getting ready. Because they're what they're in the future. Yeah, we're in the past. So, hey, it could be soon. Could be in the next couple hours. Oh dear, we're gonna have to hear about it. I gotta Video figure out good. the time change. I'm dying because I'm like, when? When can I start watching the live? We're uh, gonna have to figure out the time change. I'm on it. All right, we
0: are gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, it is Happy Hour with Rocco. We'll be right back.